Hey, this is Dirk Reviewer from Megadeth, and you're listening to GhostCultMag.com. Welcome back to the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, OJ, and this is part two of the Ghost Cult Album of the Year countdown. In part two of this countdown, Victoria Anderson and Kiwi go over albums 40 to 21. There's a few albums I had a lot higher here, but whatever. Welcome back to another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. It is the album of the year countdown, and I am joined by the one and the only, my colleague and friend, Victoria Anderson. How are you? Hey, doing well, doing well. All righty. As we get to the end of this dumpster fire year, another one (laughs) in a row, we can only try to remain steadfast and vigilant and hardcore as we can and just try to, you know, keep our heads up and stay positive. You are a positive delight to the ghost cult, you know, community and fam. And I appreciate working with you at at least for 10 years. We were just talking about offline. Yeah, it's been a long time. A really good journey. Yeah, ghost, you know, we we as we talked offline, like 10 years of ghost cult went by this year and we didn't didn't do much to acknowledge it, but uh there have been some tried and true long-term people yourself. Suzanne Mathuis, uh, a few other people uh, who have been around a very long time. It's a small number. I came in, I, you might have predated me actually, because I think I came in, you were with Raymond to start probably. Oh and my I, God. Yeah, I was. I, yeah, Raymond Westland. And I came in yeah. in the middle of like, like, let's say three, four months into the first year. And by the, let's say seven or eighth month of the first year of Ghost Cult, I was running it and owning it basically because Raymond, you know, departed um over some personal reasons and you know we always wished him well he helped put you know put this put us together and put us on the map and I inherited what he started with another partner who also quit (laughs) before that which is how I ended up owning it but like yeah you've been here the whole time maybe before me which is insane and great crazy so great and uh it's been a journey like I said through the magazine through these podcasts through our YouTube channel through Instagram through all these changes but ghostcultmag.com remains and so you are here to join me to talk about the year that was, we are going to run down the next level of our countdown from 75 to 1. And you and I are going to count down 40 to 21 together. But before that, Woo-hoo. tell me, tell me about your impressions of this year in music. Any any thoughts? How do you feel about the year in music now that it's almost in the rear view? I am always amazed by the sheer number of people that are like oh there's no more good music out there everything sucks blah 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 and I'm like well you're just hanging out in the wrong circles because this year for music has been phenomenal um and it's not even over yet it's not even over yet I've had not even over yet it's not even over yet and because of the global everything the, uh, the global ennui, I decided to start calling it. It sounds cooler and fancier than the other words. And um, the, because of the global psychotic break in ennui, we are still having releases that haven't come out yet, and we didn't have the opportunity to share them all with the staff. So I have heard a few things that haven't come out that did make my personal list, but in general, most of the public hasn't heard the new Elder album, Hammers and Misfortunes comeback album that was kind of undercover until like a few weeks ago. A month ago, uh, Moss Generator is a killer stone rock band. They announced oh, a new yeah. record. Uh, there's a few others that are coming along. So like we just didn't have our hands on everything. But uh, somebody on Twitter was like, why don't you imagine these websites putting out their year end list before all the albums are released? But the reality is this is the time you have to pull everybody, pull together the coverage, organize, edit, put it out. Because realistically, if we waited till the end of the year to put it out, 
we we've done this in the past where by 2023 no one cares no one, no cares. one cares about it's what done. it's done and people have moved on to the next thing so okay. it was a phenomenal year of music rock and metal and other genres we have reviewed the most albums ever by ghost cult over 500 Woo-hoo! albums which is insane thanks to steve toby thanks to you the whole staff of people who contribute and a little bit from me <laughs> less and less as the years go by i'm too busy doing other things so uh, I thought we would get into the countdown, a little back and forth on each one, counting down from 40 to 21, and then we'll wrap it up at the end with a little more sprinkles on top. But uh, to start Jimmy's, the list, they're called Jimmy's. Jimmy's. Well, see, it depends. Now, I lived <laughs> in New England, and we said Jimmy's, but I'm from New York, and it was sprinkles. But I, a lot of the country does say Jimmy's. They're Jimmy's. We need to know the origin of this. Um, <laughs> you know, I need to know. I do remember... Um, I don't know if it's still a chain, but Friendly's ice cream and restaurants. I had, had my eighth birthday at a Friendly's. That's amazing. Friendly's, <laughs> it was unfortunately for the first part of the my time living in the Boston area was down the block from my house. Very dangerous to have a Friendly's down the block from your house, especially in the summer. And that Jimmy's was like on their menu. So like oh. they made it official. Also like New England, there's an ice cream store in every block. No wonder we're all so chubby. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Hey, we'll never be kidnapped. Yo, definitely <laughs> hard, hard to- Hard, hard to, to kidnap. Hard to kidnap. Oh, she a great big fair person. <laughs> it sounds like a lamb's humor. Counting down from 40 to 21. Ice cream, sprinkles, serial killers. Hey. Vicky and Keefe. That's Cripple how we Black, roll. <laughs> that is how we roll. Cripple Black Phoenix. Banefire, I hope I'm saying that correctly, uh, on Season of Mist. That's the 40th album in our countdown. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, I actually liked it. It reminded me of that old 80s gothic type stuff. Yeah, they have like a weird Paradise Lost thing going on, but it's not so industrial. But they do have like a little bit of atmospheric, dark avant-garde metal, but also like a gothy thing that runs through them. I don't know if it's really good. Uh, I figured you might like that one. Number 39, an album I like quite a lot earlier in the year, Dark Funeral, We Are the Apocalypse. All I can say is their drummer, and I swear, I hope I do not butcher his name, Niels Fjellström. He is wicked fierce. I could not believe the drumming on that album. It was amazing. Indeed. Great work by the uh, Swedish Black Metal Masters. We're due for another interview with them. We haven't talked to them in a few years. Number 38, more of the Tech Death Band. Bleed from Within Shrine. Yeah, I um, actually put a little star by that one. It was one that um, I didn't get to listen to prior to this. And when I did, it was like, oh, I'm going to have to go to a record store and buy that because that is awesome. And uh, I just uh, can't wait to see them live. Whenever they come through wherever I am, I want to see them live. Right on. They are very good live. And I think their drummer is in another pretty prominent band, but it escapes my mind right now. He might be in a few bands. Uh, 37, Alter Bridge, coming in with Pawns and Kings on Napalm Records, killer album. Yes, it is. It was my number eight album for the year. It was with uh, my favorite song, of course, being Holiday. That track just rocked. Totally. Hard to go against anything Tremonti and Miles Kennedy do ever. I don't know. Did you hear the Tremonti Frank Sinatra record? I was blown away by it. Oh, yeah, because I love everything Sinatra. So I was just like, mm-hmm. whoa. Okay. Oh, New Jersey. I just got that. Yeah, yeah of course. Jersey. You do. Of course. You do. And I'm New York, New York. So, you know, what's up? I love the Tremonti record. He was yeah. incredible. I would love another one. I would thank you. So may I have another? And uh, a <laughs> little Oliver Twist there for yeah. you. 
in what is sure to be a controversial pick. Slipknot coming in at number 36 with the end so far. I don't. And true enough, I am not a Slipknot fan. I'm not, but I actually enjoyed listening to um, Adderall and Yen. It's a very divisive album for their fan base. And I think they did it on purpose. I they, I don't believe there's like a conspiracy going on among their fans that like they tanked the album to screw Roadrunner because this is their <laughs> last album supposedly on Roadrunner. I don't think any band would do that in this day and age. That sounds nut, like nuts. But, but it I doesn't will... even sound like it's tanked. It's still a good, solid yeah. album. There are great songs on the album. Maybe you yeah. don't like all of them. Maybe it was a weird choice to put a P, an Elton John piano ballad to open the record. Uh, there's a, it's a little long. I could have dealt with a shorter record. It definitely doesn't suck. And no, just, I think it, it didn't resonate suck. with our staff that much. I love the record. And we ended up giving it a nine of 10 on the strength of those songs. I just think like if you were a Slipknot fan and you were expecting like, like definitely like, if you, you know, Slipknot's going to make like for them an experimental record, you'd be like, oh boy, um, <laughs> you know, but th their fans are very divided uh, as based on all the comments we got on our reviews. I think a spaceship is taking off outside my window in San Francisco. So we'll just deal with that. And uh, number 35 and a bit of a surprise, but a good one, 40 Watt Sun, Perfect Light. I listened to it and I'm like, wait a minute, are, are you punking me? This isn't a James Taylor from like 1973, really? But um, yeah, the, their vocalist, who is it? Patrick Walker sounds a lot like James Taylor. And for people under 45, Google it. It reminded me of like that early 70s James Taylor yacht rock almost. Which is not their signature sound, but like it does work for them. They have like a real cool psychedelic stonery chill thing that that works the singer's great uh you know this is uh, you know they've got multiple releases out there from the past uh long-running band so yeah it was a, a pleasant surprise that means a lot of people voted for this i didn't have it yeah. at all and a lot of people had it so that's cool another perhaps controversial uh entry into the list is number 34 undeath it's time to rise from the grave i love the ellipsis <laughs> from the grave where else are you gonna rise from uh, you know what? Death metal, a little bit of old school thrash. Um, it's metal. It's a metal album. Enough said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From my hometown, New York City, with plenty of uh, inspiration to draw from the old school death metal bands there. So a lot of this sort of new school, old school death metal, I'll call it. And uh, a welcome one. Those guys are great. Uh, number 33, no surprise, because every couple of years these guys put out a new record and it's always awesome. So it'll work. I am going to butcher the name of this one more time over Gehetten. Good luck to me. Overgiven Hetten? Overgiven Hetten. That was another one I put a little star by because I didn't get it either until um, this countdown came up. And it's like, whoa, loving it. Totally loving it. It's I like think you, can, you can comment on this. You've been writing for a long time. I think sometimes when, when an album is released, matters right and this was sort of mid-year and i think it's weird because there are a lot of great albums from earlier in the year that have not made the list thus far and it does seem like albums that come out from may to now make the end of year list and certain some bands put out stuff in december on purpose on purpose yeah. to not you know or late in the year because they don't care about lists elder i'm looking at you with your incredible album but like you know and um seething eyes but you know it's weird to me like they that record should have gotten a lot more a lot more hype. traction a lot more traction yeah great band always they never disappoint number 32 happy to see the prog rock 
Legends Marillion with an hour before it's dark. At one point this year, this was the most re read review on Ghost Cult until I would say about halfway through the year. I didn't even know Marillion were still together. In my brain, they have one song, Kaylee. And um, yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm always the one singing randomly. I'm glad someone else did. Uh, you know, they're, they've been around a long time. A long they're time, yeah. Very, you know, 40 years, very consistent. All their various members have side projects and solo bands. So I interviewed the keyboard player, Mark Kelly, a few years ago, like a year and a half ago. And he was like, yeah, we're working on a new record. But like, you know, I don't want to take away from it. But so my record's out now, our record's coming later. So it's really interesting to hear that they're still very like keyed into each other and working all the time and not resting on their laurels. A lot of bands at this level are they'll just, just stop and they'll coast and everything sounds the same. So it, it was nice to hear that they're still together, still making good music and they still sound really solid. Word. Number 31, creator, hate Uber Alice. Yeah, creator always coming through. <laughs> it's a metal album. There's lots of headbanging and circle pitting of one in my household. And the cats look at me like, what are you doing? And it's like, it's creator. Yeah, really. Creator is, you know, they're in, they're really in, they really can do no wrong. I know that people were like hot and cold on them at one point in the late nineties when they were experimenting a bit, but their last bunch of records have been just have been really good. Yeah. And they were very high on a lot of people's lists. So at least they, at, at 30, uh, 31, I can't complain about it. Number 30, Abat with Dread Reaver on Season of Mist. Another great Abat, uh, another Norwegian black metal band. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not a fan? Um, no, I, um, to be honest, I use a lot of the Norwegian black metal to um, harass my students when they are being particularly teenagers, it's like, okay, fine. You don't want to listen to me. Do what you want to do. Okay. And then I tootle back to my desk and um, put on the Norwegian black metal. And uh, they're like, ah, it's like, yeah, that's right. Now, now can we continue with this grammar lesson? Nice work. So torture. Oh, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's not torture it's if you do it in America um, because America doesn't torture. Anyway. <laughs> Hey. Uh, that's a little quote from the movie Vice by Tim McKay. 29, a band that like you're constantly hearing about the hype on this. I don't know if this will be also controversial because of where this is on the list, but 29, Polyphia, remember that you will die. I am buying this album. I started playing it and it started reminding me of like the 1970s in a good way. It had that like jazz, funk, George Benson. And then I start hearing strains of like K-pop. It's like it, it was just amazing sonically for me. Right on. They have a song with Steve Vai, you know, instrumental, yeah. progressive, prog, technical. It's not quite metal. Occasionally it's heavy, very similar to Animals yeah. as Leaders or Scale the Summit comes it's, to mind when I hear these guys. It's definitely an album by musicians for musicians because that you you appreciate the compositions and where they're going with everything. Well said. They will bring out the music nerds. 28 has a bit of a surprise. Uh, also, Sayor, I hope I said that correctly, Origins. That's another atmospheric sort of post-Black metal band. Yeah, it's, um, it was very, it was very blue and icy. Like, <laughs> and that's the best way to describe it. it, it it's like you're almost listening to sacred music. Definitely. They are not Norwegian. They are 
from uh, I guess Catalan. They're from like a small Spanish country near Portugal. Yeah. And wow. so interesting band. Uh, we've been following them for a long time. Twenty Seven, a record I absolutely love. Greg Puciato yes. from Dillinger Escape Plan and a bunch of other bands. Mirror Cell, his his new solo album, basically. Yes. Oh God, I loved it. I loved it. At first, I wasn't sure because I'm like. Oh, am I listening to Ozzy Osbourne? Is this Ozzy? No, wait, it can't be. And then it just it just kept clicking and clicking and clicking. And between Never Wanted That and We and Rainbow Rainbow's Underground, I just I fell in love. He's an amazing vocalist. Yeah, he's great. He wrote most of the music himself. Uh, he's on the Jerry Cantrell album. He's everywhere this year. And I'm a big fan of the Black Queen, which is his like electronic dancey ambient group. But I found some of that creeping into here naturally and I uh, love this record. This is probably in my top 20 now that I think about it. Uh, 26 is a band I am hot and cold on, but let me know how you <laughs> feel about Electric Callboy Techno. Um, it, it, I liked it only because it reminds me of video game music and anime music. And I love anime and I'm one of those freakazoids that I will listen to 8-bit music just because I enjoy it. And so listening to this album is like, oh, it's video game anime stuff. Yeah. Fun fact, when you go see Meshuggah Live, they're opening like their uh, music on tape for the first like whatever changeover before they come on is like 8-bit covers of metal songs. Nice. Uh, not done by them. I don't know. I feel like the, this is the uh, one band on the whole list. I just, I have trouble getting into them. It's like Right Said Fred, but metal to me. <laughs> like I'm too sexy I, for my shit. I don't know. Like I know sexy, it's a joke yeah. and I should lighten up and not be so serious. And I'm not that serious. Everybody knows. I have like a pizza slice on my patch vest. Like I'm not that serious, but, but at I'm the just same, yeah, just not that, sure yeah. that electric callboy should have been surrounded as it was by all of these other great musicians and great albums, and it was ahead of things like the Alter Bridge and the Slipknot and the Soil Work, and you go. How did that happen? We have a very diverse staff. We, yes. uh, you know, it's, we can't like understand the whole until we <laughs> see the whole list out there. But yeah, it'll, it'll make sense when people see the whole list, but I'm sure people are already going to be mad about Soil Work, Alter Bridge, Slipknot, Undeath, All Low, and this album very high up, 20, you know, whatever, 26. Yeah, yeah. And then just to add insult to injury, the next song on the list, the next band on the list was in my top five, but they're 25 on the staff list. So again, I don't have that much control here. I just have another yeah. vote like everybody else. High Long with their album Drift. Yes, yeah. I like that too. It's very primal. It's almost like... um the the first types of music that ever came out on the planet as homo sapiens sapiens it, it was that uh deep and earthy and and like first nation sounding i dig it I i'm a big it. fan yeah. actually funny that you said that because when highlung played here i'm a humongous fan clearly and highlung by the way is the most watched video we have of, as an interview on youtube almost eighty thousand views which is great nice. Nice. um but also like they had everywhere they go they bring native peoples on to perform the opening of their show with them so in san francisco with our huge Native American history, they yeah. brought on a local Native American tribe to perform with them and to perform an opening blessing, which was killer. And I, I love these guys. If you've never seen them, see them next time you can. Nice, nice. They'll be back in the States, I think, later next year or very soon after that. They're going to be in Europe all next year. 
24, get the shot, merciless destruction from uh, French, Can uh, French Canadia there, Montreal. <laughs> yeah, that's another one that I'm definitely buying. I was like, what? Yeah, this is like head banging heavy metal fun. I loved it. I loved it. It's definitely one that is going to get played very, very heavily on my personal rotation. Word. What's interesting about this band is that every album's a little bit different and they don't kind of stay to one genre. So their last album was very thrashy with like a very guttural death metal-y vocals. And now they're doing like a straight up catchy death metal, hardcore deathcore thing. Yeah. That I liked. I liked it a lot. Number 23, not much of a surprise on this one, Municipal Waste Electrified Brain. Yep, that was my number 12 for the year. So yeah, I liked it. Crossover thrash, it. can't go wrong. Can't go um, wrong with thrash. Always a fun time, whatever they do. Yes. And uh, yeah, no no notes. Excellent. 22, Bloodywood Rock Shock. I got to see them over the summer. You're a big fan, I know. I am a huge fan of Bloodywood. They were my number one. Rock Shock was my number one album for the year. Um, I don't think I've been able to get into the car and drive anywhere without playing a couple of tracks from this from this album that that's how good, much i love it i think they're just on the precipice of breaking bigger in america and it just quite hasn't happened yet uh but as soon as they have like another whatever their next thing is or a big new single i have a feeling they're gonna puncture through oh and, yeah and and be a lot bigger of a band and, and then uh, to close out this segment of the countdown one of my favorite records of the year if you like grindcore worm rot with hiss it was 21 songs in 32 minutes get in get out fast 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 but um i did i thoroughly enjoyed voiceless chair and sea of disease those were my two favorites off the album yeah absolutely killer record unfortunately their vocalist has quit the band and they're looking for a new one uh so that's a bummer but they're going to continue on in the future and i believe the singer is also going to start a new band and already making plans so it's a bummer but you know it's like the children of divorce two christmases yay, and, yay. but uh yeah but a great great album for the year if you like just fast uncompromising stuff as we close it down or is there anything you're looking forward to musically in 2023 oh my god yeah um it's rumored that Evile will have a new album next year, as well as Doro and Seven Dust. And uh, my uh, birthday present is going to be the new baby metal that comes out on um, the 24th of March. Amazing. Yeah. Hail yeah. baby metal. I'm a big fan. Love the first couple of songs we've gotten. Here's a couple of wild card questions for you. Do you think we will get a new Metallica album in 2023 or will it have to be 24? most likely 2024 that's what i'm thinking yeah i have that feeling too i think because they already announced for download that means their summer is going to be in europe yeah and that means that means if they don't get the record done in the spring that means next year next but year yeah. the year after next i'm hoping it's i'm hoping sooner <laughs> we did rather get than later yeah. yeah we did get megadeth this year we might get anthrax next year so you know in terms of the big four i know you're a big metallica fan as am i yes or no do you think Paramount will unfuck itself and we will get a new Star Trek movie at some point in the future. No. Fuck. Okay. I knew you would give it to I me. I want straight. it. I want it. I want it badly, but Paramount and it's... they should just sell to Sony or Disney and just get it over with. <laughs> and, and just and just stop. I mean, I am very happy to get a new season of Picard next year. And um I believe they're doing another season of Strange New Worlds. I'm behind on I, Picard. I, I need can... to finish season two. Yeah. But um, as far as uh, another big budget movie, 
I'm also, I'm almost of the mind I think they should just gear down because they they've been throwing everything but the kitchen sink with the new movies and they're taking it just so far away from you know what Roddenberry had envisioned for the world of Star Trek and it's just become too frenetic, too fast-paced, too many explosions, uh, too too much sex and violence. And and I, and I love sex and violence. I do. I really do. But that's not the Star Trek way. And um, the movies themselves have just gotten away from, you know, the deeper meaning and the heart of Star Trek. And that's just I knew, me. I knew you were the right person to ask about <laughs> this. And then just as a just a final question, do you watch any of the Star Wars stuff at all or you just can't? No, I do. I do. Okay. I was one of those kids where I couldn't understand why there were two different camps. It's like, why not both? You know, right. it it's science fiction. It's the best of both worlds. I also love Battlestar Galactica and Space oh. 1999 equally because <laughs> I'm one of those people. And, and but, Babylon 5. And Babylon 5. And rewatch During COVID, I actually sat down and rewatched Babylon 5 it's in order yeah. from beginning to end. And I'm like, wow, it still held up. It was still <laughs> fantastic. And it was like, yeah, this Amazing. was some good stuff. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Vic will always give it to you straight. Victoria Anderson, thank you so much for joining me. It's so great to talk to you again and see you again. And, uh, you know, uh, I hope you have a safe and happy holidays, you and your family. And oh, yeah. uh, we'll Lots do it all over again soon. <laughs> Indeed. All the bacons. We will uh, bacon. we'll get together again soon. Take care. Take care. This has been another episode of the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. Check us out at ghostcultmag.com and follow our socials at ghostcultmag. Until the next time, peace.